Like God is not a God of God of of, of discord and chaos. He, he, he is a God of discipline discipline excellence doing things decent in order and god wants the very best for us but we can't say that we're we're for the things of god if we don't want the very best for ourselves and it starts with wow. those boundaries wow. right from crazy dang elijah if i ain't take that's gonna be it <laughs> i'm worried about that tonight god teach me that might be the podcast episode teach me to Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? We got our seventh episode of Living with Elijah here. I appreciate y'all if you were listening to this podcast, listening to this episode. Um, like I said, seven episodes in. We've got a lot of good content coming soon. I'm about to start my, start my junior year here at CMU. So I'm excited to see, you know, the different, different types of guests I can get on here. Here we have Henry, who I'm about to introduce in a minute. Uh, once again, thank you all for tuning in. Um, if you can, just try to follow, subscribe, like, share the podcast as much as you can. Leave a review. Leave some stars, you know. Just um, just support your boy. So we're going to get it started. Once again, I'm Elijah, and here I'm here with Henry. I'm going to have him introduce himself. All right. Uh, my name is Henry Key. Um I'm a fourth-year student here at CMU, um, social work major, minor in psychology. Um, and yeah, Henry, do you um can you give like a little background about yourself, like where you come from, family dynamic? Okay, you know, okay. just the background. Um, I'm originally from um. Well, I was born in um. Alabama, but um, I was only there for like, I want to say the first three years of my life. Then my mom moved us to Chicago, Illinois. Um, we settled there for a little bit and I pretty much was born and raised, grew up there pretty much, shall I say. Um, um, grew up on the south side of Chicago. My family dynamic, I have a really big family, like really big actually. I got a lot of siblings. Um, um that's pretty much like the gist of it. Uh, pretty family oriented. Um, very much so believe in like you know family over everything. So yeah, and that um belief in family. Where do you think that came from? You know, um, I think for me, it kind of was like them was like the first people that like kind of just introduced me to everything that I know. So where do you think that um root of, you know, that family dynamic, that love for family came from? Well, I think for me, um, growing up, my family was like the first people that I kind of like knew, like first people that introduced me to everything that I know. They were my first teachers, my first um motivators, just the people that um had my bag before I started to venture off into the world and started, you know, getting to like my different systems, um, such as church, school and stuff. Family was just always the people that had my back uh, when nobody was, else was there. So I've always kind of just tried to pride myself in like being a family person because um, then the people I got when, you know, nobody else is really there uh, or when everybody else kind of, you know, like uh, is gone or walks away. Then my family, my siblings, my mama, stepdad, them just kind of people that I have. So, yeah, right. I've 
I can relate with that a lot. I come from a very big family, very uh, vast family dynamic as well. Like people all, you know, all classes, I feel like all social statuses. And mm -hmm. I think that allows me to cater to a lot more people. But in terms of like my love for family, it's, it's strong as well. And I've, I've, I've had that since a young child, because like you said, it's, it's the idea of family, you know, people that stick around no matter what you go through, no matter, you know, how many times you push them away, they always going to be there because of that unconditional love. You know, I I can depend on family Absolutely. in many in many more instances than I can than I can depend on, you know, friends or associates. And that's why even as I venture off into the world, go off to school, go off to college, I still look for that family orientation. I still, I still, you know, I still thirst for that. And I try to find those same qualities that I look for in my family, you know, that love, that respect, that loyalty. Mm -hmm. And I look for that in everyone I surround myself with, you Absolutely. know? Yeah, I agree totally. I feel like sometimes, especially because like the way I grew up, my mom kind of just like, taught us like how to be a certain way we were really kind of taught like certain values you know how to be respectful how to be like uh those people who just take care of themselves keep up with the things that they're given um just like uh model citizens try to do good for other people you know try to be loving all these different things um and so I feel like same for me whenever I do go out and try to make friends like I kind of like try to make sure my friends have those certain distinctive yeah. values in themselves so I'm not just like you know being friends with anybody right. because there are some pretty um you know unique and different people out in this world yeah. and so I feel like when I go out if I don't try to make friends who have similar values than me uh it can be like it can be dangerous it can be very much so dangerous and like even like when my friends have met my mom and or my family they kind of be like oh, okay I see why you are the way you are like mm -hmm. my family I act probably almost exactly like my mom she's like the female version of me so they just be like okay this makes so much sense mm. for me. so yeah like um i agree 100 percent. you know yeah. family is just that's that's the gang i ride with them I, I, I ride with them to the end for sure you had hit on a couple key points like um the the idea of family you know instilling these values in you at a young age such as you know stewardship or um just loyalty, love, things like that. And um I can relate with that as well. I think as a as a young child, you know, you see those values instilled in you and you know you don't really think about it until you get older, but those values, you know, mold you into who you are. Mm -hmm. They mold you into what you what you become. And when you become that, I think you start to attract or you start to look to attract the same things that, you know, you feel about yourself, Absolutely. these same values that have been instilled in you. And so you seek those out, not just in relationships, friendships, and, you know, all sorts of, um, all sorts of connections around you. Absolutely. And that comes in many ways, such as like, um, these values being instilled in you, such as it having an effect on, you know, just your room, just uh, the space you surround yourself with, just like um, how you, your habits, your daily habits, your eating lifestyles, such things as that. We don't see that every day as something being 
as we just see the fruit, we don't we don't usually see the root of that behavior. And all of that started from just a seed, you know, those parents, that mom, that dad planting these seeds. And now we live to see the fruits and we live to see these things that are so beautiful, these sweet and juicy fruits that we can, you know, take a bite out of each day. And that is so powerful to know that these same fruits could also plant a seed into another person because as as your family you know leaves leads you out into the world leads you out into the real world you are able to go and plant these seeds among other people absolutely mm -hmm. i agree 100 i feel like like a lot that you said kind of resonated with me because i know for me growing up i had a um you know a christian background my family yeah. is very um much so faith uh, based household so we kind of was always like all the time we were taught to like you were saying like uh love like we were taught to love one another especially because as family you know like that's like something that holds you together is love but we were also taught to love other people like like um unashamed like selfless love like love that is like has no attachment to it you know like you were taught like once you can love those like that are the closest to you you can go out into the world and spread that same love and and love is one of the fruits of the spirit that's what we were taught growing up like one of the greatest ones at least is love like this world is lacks a lot of it so like i try myself i pride myself in just being an individual who always shows love to anybody I encounter because you first of all you never know what a person is going through right. you never know what a person is dealing with right. um person human beings especially can um wear um mask really well and that's not like obviously like a physical like mask that they put on the face like just mask that hides you know what's really going on on the inward parts like stuff that they dealing with that they tell nobody else so like I've always prided myself in you know just um exuding love so when people see me they can feel like dang like I was dealing with a lot but now I feel like so like great yeah, about myself because like, like you leave an impact exactly and it's just like that's something that like this world lacks um mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the time people don't really know how to properly show love even if it's in like the slightest way even if it's just in a compliment mm -hmm. a simple conversation uh, um, whatever the case may be however your form of love may be people don't really know how to do that nowadays so my mom I'm really grateful for that her instilling into us just love 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 no matter what like I don't care if I go out in the street and I literally it's so funny because <laughs> uh I went to Atlanta over the summer and um my my brothers always say it's so funny homeless people are always attracted to you and i wow. never thought about that until wow. like literally i went to atlanta and this homeless person uh i was coming out of walgreens and uh, this homeless person came up to me and just like was trying to have a random conversation with me and i'm just like wow like like and i just felt so comfortable they like they like that's crazy like you don't know this this man could have robbed you anything i'm like i'm not worried about that i'm literally thinking like in my brain like this is a human so i'm going to treat them as such and i'm going to love them i start talking with them I, I i offer to pray for them all these different things but i'm just saying all of that to say I feel like if I never do anything else in this world, when I do encounter people, I just try to make sure that they feel the love for me, like more than anything. If, if like we have like the most randomest off the wall conversation at the end of it, if you can feel like that, I, I, I exude love. That's I feel like I've done my job and my mom would definitely be proud of me. So. Yeah. That's Amen. you kind of just got me to think it for sure. Amen. Man. Yeah. Amen. Like Absolutely. love. I definitely agree on what you said. Like we, this world really lacks that. And 
I think we throw that term around a lot, but not really, not a lot of people truly know what it means, yeah. truly know what it feels like. Like the love that you are speaking about, mm-hmm. not everyone in this world deserves, not deserves, but feels that. And everyone deserves that, but it's the fact that not everyone gets that. And ev- not everyone will, you know, experience that in their lifetime. And yeah. that is the sad reality, you know. Love, it's such a powerful thing. And I I want to go back to what you were speaking on. Not everyone knows how to, you know, give love. I agree, but not everyone knows how to receive love as Absolutely. well. Not everyone is capable of receiving. And I think that is very prevalent in our men and our Black men, especially, not knowing how to receive love, not knowing how to receive such things like compliments, Mm -hmm. such things like nice gestures, you know, a woman open a door for a man, you know, a lot of men would, you know, cringe at that or (laughs) put their arm out and tell a woman to go first. But we have to realize, you know, we, we deserve that love as well. We are just as human. We are just as capable. And, uh, Love, it goes both ways. Absolutely. Some people don't realize that love is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. It's not just me giving it out. You have to be able to receive it because what what is it worth of me giving it out if you don't receive it, if you don't catch that ball, if you don't catch that pass that I'm throwing to you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a two-way street and it takes two sides. It mm-hmm. takes two sides to be willing to love willing to also one give one receive and one receive and one give absolutely you know and both sides have to do both it can't just be it can't just be you know Mm one-sided it has to be two-sided and that is what you know i've realized because if we're constantly pouring into another person and they're pouring nothing back eventually it will become draining yeah eventually it will drain you out and you won't see that at first but once you realize um, that this person is not, you know, filling your cup the the same way that you are filling theirs, it will be a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. I feel like that's you. You said it. Like I've never really understood the concept of uh, like people not being capable or able to uh, receive genuine love until like. Um, I want to say maybe I was having a conversation with one of my cousins mm-hmm. and um, growing up, my aunt, she was like not, she was like not in her right state of mind for a lot of my cousin's childhood. So like my cousin lacked um, the presence of her mother. And so she, even when her mom was around, her mom wasn't really like affirming, wasn't really caring, affectionate, none of that stuff. So my cousin always lacked that that um foundation of love uh, that you're essentially supposed to see from your parents. Um, she didn't know her dad. And so her mom's uh lacking in that area, it really made her grow up and become a visual individual who has a very hard time like letting people love her. Like people try to come into her life and try to love her. And she just genuinely don't know how to accept it because she didn't never um have that from her mom. So she don't know what first of all genuine love looked like, but even any form of love, like from down to a friend trying to just simply buy her a gift for her birthday. She just has such a hard time accepting and receiving love. So I really was just like trying to wrap my head around. I'm like, dang, that's so crazy. Like it's so it's, it can be 
easy to like dish out love and just be loving but it can be very hard to receive love especially when you've never had it especially when you don't know like how to accept it because you never um uh, came to the terms with the fact that first of all you are capable of being loved and first of all you deserve to be loved yeah. nobody ever affirmed you yeah nobody ever affirmed her so it made so much sense for her and i i really just tried to like um uh, pick her brain a little bit and help her understand that just because you know like your mom lacked in that area where you should have had that first foundation of love does not mean that you're not capable of love. Um, I try to like affirm her a lot, but like, she's like, she, she's like a living walking example of what you literally was just talking about. People find a hard time, like legit receiving love. It's like scary actually. And for us, maybe it may seem like, dang, like, we love when people love on us, but it's just like, some people are really like that. And that's just like, so crazy. I was like, dang, like, First of all, it's it's very hard also for her to come to terms with the fact that she is like like broken and damaged and has to like go through her own healing process and dealing with that. But like it's just more so a thing of she doesn't really reason with the fact that um that um even when people do come in her life, like me, for example, her cousin who do try to love her and she knows that I legit love her. She doesn't reason with the fact, okay, that maybe, um, maybe he is right. Maybe he is right. I'm uh, capable of receiving love. She does. She, she can never reason with that fact. And so that's crazy. Cause I've seen it. I'm, I've seen it happen. Um, probably more than even outside of my cousin, more than, um, her being an example. So it's just like, I really do feel sad because yeah. imagine, I, I can imagine my, I can't imagine myself being in a position where people trying to love me and I can't receive because yeah. I don't know what love is for real. So right. and yeah. it's that hardened heart, you know, we always speak about mm -hmm. that. If you've never received love, it makes sense that, you know, you'd never be able to, never be able to understand what somebody is trying to do when they give you that love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these walls that people put up and um, these boundaries that people set that go, you know, miles and miles and miles to to allow their heart to be protected is mm -hmm. um, it's another reason why they'll never be able to receive that love. But they have multiple experiences that says those walls should be there. Yeah. That says those boundaries should go miles and miles and miles. And on experiences you were speaking about, such as, you know, parents never giving you that foundation of love mm -hmm. and we sometimes see a lot of people in this world and expect them to have the same values that were instilled in us when that's just not the case not me and elena were talking about it on the last episode like we have so many people in this world that weren't raised the same as us that don't have the same values and same ideas, perspectives on life as us. We're all uniquely made in God's image mm -hmm. and, you know, made like a fingerprint, so unique, but we're not meant to be the same. You know, mm -hmm. we're not meant to all have these same experiences. It will, it's what makes us human. Mm -hmm. If we, if God wanted one of us, he would make a duplicate. Mm -hmm. We would just make one copy of the same thing, copy That's and amazing. paste, you know what I mean? And um, that those boundaries, you know, they're they're meant to protect their heart, but they're also designed to be there because they have, you know, trauma. They have all these experiences that says they should have these walls up. And once they realize and accept that, that's I think that's when the healing can start. That's when they can start to break down those walls one by one by one. But yeah, Henry, um, 
I just wanted to get into your musical career. I, how long have you been doing music? I know this is like so cliche for a person to say, but I genuinely have been doing music probably since I was a kid. My, um, I come up from a very uh, musical family, like mm -hmm. pretty much all kind of know how to either sing, play. My mom kind of just was not playing when it came to like us, like getting into the arts and like tapping into our truest potentials and like, you know, just making the best of what God gave us. So I've probably been singing since I was a kid, truly. And your siblings did you said they all went into the arts too, mm -hmm. right? My siblings, my siblings, I want to say there's probably not an instrument that my out of all of my siblings that we have not played. Like growing up, I got into piano. I gave it up because oh my God, it just wasn't for me. But like my siblings, like my brother, he plays clarinet, saxophone. Um, he plays uh, bass, he plays dr uh, drums. He plays all these things. My sister, she knows how to play um, the flute. She knows how to play um, something else. But we all just have something that we gotten to musically Jackson like my, my mama did not she did not she did not play that my mom she worked uh when we were younger my mom worked three jobs oh, to ensure so that her kids had I want to say the best life that we could possibly have um and I appreciate her for that so like she got us into like all types of different stuff for enough so yeah since I was a kid pretty much knock them out yeah that's real yeah I think a lot of um especially black families they kind of stray away from the arts. So mm -hmm. it's amazing to see a mom so dedicated to getting their kids in, into the arts, especially at a young age like yeah. that, especially at such a young age. Mm -hmm. um, what effect has that had on, you know, the man you've become today? Like, what does music mean to you? Oh, everything. Um, like music, I think music has always kind of pretty much been my safe space. Like, um, because on a, on a flip side of my family being like the most amazing people ever that I like will always have love for on a flip side, like I've dealt with a lot too concerning my family. So whenever I felt like I needed an escape from like the world or like my family, family dynamic, all of that stuff, I just, I, I used music. Like when I used to play, uh, when I was younger, when I used to play the keys, very much so a lot. I used to like just go to my uh uh because we had one in the basement. I would go to my um piano and just start playing, or I would just start singing to myself. Um, I always was taught that um, um, music is like the greatest uh thing that can like permeate to a human's heart. Like it can like truly. Uh -oh. Is it still recording though? I can cut this out. I think somebody might be calling me. That makes sense. Hey, my bad. Who's <laughs> who's Um, music is like the one of the most powerfulest things that can like permeate to a person's uh soul, and that's why uh, I try to a lot of times watch what I do put into my um um soul and what I do allow my soul to be fed with. But um, right. music has has made me the man. I am today because like I feel like I've always kind of been like this person where people knew that I could sing, knew that I had a voice. And I feel like singing has kind of molded me into being like this confident, like um person that knows all I I just have like this gift and I'm always 
make sure I use it. Like it, it singing, being able to sing has really built my confidence. Right. Um, to an extent, at least, uh, having a voice always kind of made me just feel like I had something to offer the world. Mm. Um, outside of the other stuff that I know I'm, I'm, I'm good at and I was put on this earth for, but music just really built myself to sing as a man. Um, it just made me feel like I can pretty much do anything. Like from the littlest things, people ask me to do like covers for their different events, weddings all types of different stuff and people just always knew me as that as singing boy but now that I'm an adult um it's just pretty much it, it just makes me who I am pretty much it's a part of me um and I I don't want to say like I've pretty much allowed it to like shape like a big part of who I am because a big part of who I am is like a lot of other things too like right. I'm really good at a lot of other stuff but music is pretty yeah, much a big part of who I am so yeah, I think that's definitely real. And finding your voice um, um, is really vital to becoming who you are and who you were designed to be, mm-hmm. to find your voice and find um, find everything you were meant to be. And that comes through finding everything you are meant to say and everything you are meant to speak on, everything you are meant to stand for. Absolutely. And all that is... I think it comes in a package deal Absolutely. with finding your voice, with finding your voice. And I'm I'm starting to find that with this podcast, starting to find that with these passions I've developed in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that with that growth comes self-development, comes personal development. And finding your voice is not just, it's not just the voice that comes with it. Mm-hmm. You know, as you find it, you start to realize other areas of your life that need growth, that need catering to, Absolutely. that need, you know, special attention. And once you found that voice, I don't think you can really ever let it go again. Not like you all. can't, no matter how much you want to, you can't shake that boy. Not like you, you found everything that you found all your values, you found all your standards, everything that you stand for. And I think once you find that, like that, that allows growth on these standards, like that is the foundation. And so that can't be shaken down for nothing, because if it is, you would have to build on new ground and you really can't find new ground if you found, you know, these such beautiful things in this season. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel like what do you feel like is like the talent or thing and or like gift that kind of just makes you you that kind of made you mm. this person that you're kind of stepping into in this most recent season? I think for me, it would be just my willingness to serve. I think I've had that since a young age, like definitely a very humble person. Yeah. My humility has spoken for itself through the years. And um I've always I've always allowed myself to be set apart, mm-hmm. always allowed myself to um set aside and do that humble job because I realized that, you know, it says in the Bible, the greatest of you will be the greatest servant, mm-hmm. will be the greatest who can serve. And once I've served another person, I've realized that God is the one to fill my cup. Like, I don't need your validation. I don't need your recognition. It's it's the act of me serving you. I'm serving God's children, really. I'm serving God's child. So in, you know, in, in retrospect, I'm serving God. In retrospect, I'm still serving my father. 
And as long as I am getting his validation, approving him of everything he says about me, mm -hmm. then that is going to fill me with everything I need. And serving, you know, it's it's always been one of my greatest values since yeah. a child because my family have inst has instilled it in me. Um, just, just trying ways to help out in any way I can. Absolutely. Because like you said, you never know what somebody is going through. You never know the day somebody is having. So just a small gesture of servant, of, um, of service, it means the world to them. Absolutely. And we don't, we don't we really underrate that mm -hmm. um, i think we really do that's so crazy like like truly i think for me meeting you i don't think i've ever kind of like felt like you felt like you was like greater than anybody else you always kind of like allowed your humility to walk before you and that's like i truly do admire that about you because like um, I feel like a lot of people in our generation lack humility. Um, we're so kind of just like full of ourselves because of like little accolades that we feel like we might receive or little positions that we feel like we may be in. And like you do a lot on campus and I feel like you never kind of let that get to your head. And I do really, really admire that about you. I feel like that's a great, great thing to have um, because like you said, humility is is something that not only God honors, but it's, it's something that I always keep you blessed it's something that I always keep you like um on people's mind to like do different things people yeah. always will want you people will always suggest you and just like humility is the way to go for real like I just think that like having a, a pompous and kind of like arrogant a heart and right. a mindset it just it, you will never be blessed you'll never like really like get anywhere in life because mm -hmm. it's just like first of all to like have the audacity to think that the way you are as an individual and the things that you carry and the things that you are as an yeah. individual uh, was given to your, like from your yeah. own strength is like, crazy. Who like, who are you? <laughs> like, you can't do half the things that you've done in your life like, on. on your own if it wasn't for God. So it's just like to like, not at least come a little low and be like, dang, like I gotta, I gotta realize that this gift was given to me. So I'm gonna yeah. give it back. I'm gonna serve kind of like you said, like you're gonna serve. And that's just like something that I feel like our generation lacks so bad. And it's just like, even like if people lack the ability to serve, just like having a humility, like having a humble heart is, it's, it's, it means so much. It means so much. And people, I don't think people, um, People don't get that like because yeah. humility can also make you realize that seeing the next person dealing with a mess like you can realize dang i probably made it some mess myself so who am i to judge or like seeing somebody like let's say for instance you see somebody who's down bad um financially uh, uh physically whatever the case may be seeing them you're never going to come from a mess at home or like dang they're they're poor right now they're homeless so you you touch going to think like dang that could be me so like humility is something that should be a driving force for this um especially this generation of the world but it's not and it's sad because you can, you can kind of really tell by counting people who's hungry and who's not it's kind of sad because a person's uh lack of humility literally makes people like pull away from them i think it's like lack of humility will become a self-destructive force for yourself absolutely and they don't realize that until they see it for themselves. Like you mm -hmm. can tell this person all you want, that they so prideful, that you so cocky, like mm -hmm. you only think about yourself. Why are you this arrogant? 
but they're not going to realize that until God send them that lesson in the face. You know, if you only think about yourself and you build, you build this tree, you build this beautiful tree, but it's on your own without, you know, root strong enough, without the foundation strong enough. When that storm comes, you're going to blow right away. Absolutely. And they're going to learn that lesson when that storm blows away. And you really, you really have to let them learn it themselves. And, you know, speaking on what you were speaking on about humility, um, really lacking in this world, I think it's because we sometimes think of humility being as, you know, I think I'm less than myself. I think I'm not worthy, or I think I'm low self-esteem, like those type of feelings. But humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less is realizing that God will provide for me. I just need to serve those around me. Yeah, that's that's great. Actually, <laughs> that was real good. I I'm speechless actually because like yeah. you put it really well. Like I think, um, especially um in this generation where uh people have they feel like they have a lot to prove mm-hmm. um to the next person or like they feel like they have to show themselves to be worthy to the next person rather than um proving themselves to God because like I feel like yeah. at the end of the day that's what's most important that's us that's proving important. ourselves to God I feel like it would just be a complete waste if God continues to plant these different gifts in people mm-hmm. and they don't do nothing with them mm-hmm. and they 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 can't show the world that like I'm a servant of God and this is what God is an example of love humility all these different things and I feel like it's just it's just like literally just a waste like you're literally sitting around like not doing nothing other than being arrogant feeling like people are going to judge you because you 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 whatever it's just it's so pointless it's so meaningless I feel like at the end of the day if you're not doing it to um at least show God that I'm grateful at the end of the day I'm grateful for what you have given me and what you've trusted me with then like what are you doing it for? If you're not doing it to be be um kind to people, if you're not doing it to uh, show people that if there's still some good in this world, there's still some light in this world, then literally, what are you like? Amen. What are you what are you doing it for? So, I mean, hey, like that's that's a real good one yeah. for real, and I I I second that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I second that for sure. Yeah. Um, it's it's really um. I think it's this tight spot we get caught in with humility and, you know, doing these good acts because, as we said, there are, you know, not everyone in this world was raised with the same values as you, was raised the same as you, was raised as, you know, good as you, mm-hmm. raised in a religious household. Not not everybody is um, for you, mm-hmm. you know, and when you do these good acts of service, you serve these people, you know, perfectly but all they do is slap you back in the face, you know, spit back in your face after all you've done for them. I think that is what people get discouraged Mm -hmm. about. And that just, you know, breaks you down because you've given such pure love out of not your own heart, but God's heart. Mm -hmm. And that gets that, um, that is returned to you with a heartbreak. And, you know, that is really unfortunate. And, Mm -hmm. You know, I've experienced it. Everyone has experienced it because yeah. it's a broken and evil world. We live in a broken and evil world with broken and evil people. Mm-hmm. And um, I have this poster in my room that I've had since freshman year, um, just speaking on speaking on those topics. How um, you know what you spend creating could be could be taken away in a day. Create mm-hmm. anyway. 
you know, the love that you give out could be thrown away. Give love anyway, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's not between you and them. It's between you and God. Absolutely. And, you know, when you, you know, when you die, you want to come to God and be able to say you did everything for these people on this earth. You Absolutely. did everything for his children, no matter how many times they spit back in your face, slapped you, you know, <laughs> cussed at you, cussed you out, cut you off on the freeway. <laughs> like you still you still got back up and gave that love out Absolutely. you did everything you could for these children and you know that that's something I hold near and dear to my heart knowing that you know every single day I'm doing everything I can for the people of this world mm -hmm. I agree that's crazy because I think like I've always pretty much thought like even I want to say like in this last season, like a lot of stuff that I dealt with privately that I didn't really talk about was mm -hmm. um, I kind of lost a few people in my life. And um, with that kind of um, just like really had me in a funky space. Like, I mean, when I say lost, I don't mean like dying or anything. Like mm -hmm. I just had to like okay. separate myself because the season I was going into, they couldn't like come along with right. me. And I was like really like in this inward battle, like dang, like I've really like been nothing but a great friend to you like I've always shown love I've always I've always like tried to pour all that I could out into my friendships making sure that they know that I appreciate them make sure they know that I can always be that person that they come to if they feel like they can't talk to nobody else all this stuff and it's just like people are going to be people at the end that you can never dictate or control how a person treats you you just can really control how you move and I know that at the end of the day like me being this way like like you were saying like loving and so like like humble and pouring all this stuff out and people like slapping me in the face with it like really that really put me like in a funk I was yeah. like God like that's crazy but I had to come to the resolve about the whole situation like as long as what I'm doing in my life God can get the glory out of like he truly settles everything else for me like everything that that was concerning me with those friendships he settled it everything that I felt like I had uh been scarred from from that friendship God he dealt with it he dealt with my heart concerning the friendships and I and I was able to just like detach myself healthily and now I don't really like think about it too much but like I truly had to come to resolve that like I did everything that I knew I could yeah. like I, I was always loving I was all I was humble all these different things and I just realized that like it was first of all it was God protecting me right but, like I realized that a lot of times when we don't understand the plan of God, it's maybe because he's doing it for our good. So we, we feel like, God, why would you like that's a friend that I've had since literally I was like three, four years old friends that's been in my life forever. And why would you remove them? Like I be questioning him all this stuff. And I realized that God, everything that he does literally would probably nine yeah. times out of ten not make sense for us but it's truly for <laughs> his plan and you can never ever get in a space where you like kind of like god oh i don't like that like no yeah. like like have your have your doubts about it whatever but never 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 question god because he's always going to do what what's like the best for his kids mm -hmm. truly i believe that wholeheartedly and i feel like i've now been able to like like just have like joy in my heart and not like allowing that to weigh me down so when i do go home sometimes and i see them whatever case may be it's no it's no bad bad feelings it's no um malice in my heart i just i have nothing but genuine love for them and uh, i was talking to my mom crazy thing and she was like that's so crazy that um 
that like because like I'm telling you like these friends like they did some crazy stuff to me and it's just like when it all came 360 it was a thing of they were trying to like um just explain themselves and trying to explain why they did what they did and it's just like I didn't really care at the end of the day and I was telling my mom like no matter what no matter where I am, no matter like what season I'm in, I always make sure I pray for somebody else. I never want to be so selfish and feel like, dang, I'm the only one that I got to go before God about. I pray for everybody. I pray for anybody, even those who wrongfully done me. So I already told my mom, like, I still be praying for them. And she'd be like, that's what you're supposed to do. But I even told her, like, one of my friends had recently lost his brother, the one that um, I'm no longer cool with. Uh, he lost his brother and... um he had blocked me at first, but then um I tried to make it my 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 mission to reach out to him and let him know like I'm praying for you, like I'm 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 concerned about you. Like I know like his brother was like his best friend. So like even like in that, like I still make sure I'm I'm doing like good and I'm still making sure I'm I'm trying to show love because you know, like I said at the end of the day, whatever I do in life, all I know is if God gets glory out of my life, Amen. like things that concern me, he's going to settle it. People who misuse me, he's going to deal with it. So I don't really like try to get you wrapped up in worrying about it. Sometimes it can be frustrating because kind of like you were saying, like when you pour so much out, when you do so much for people, it's just like, it looks like, like it's almost like a slap in the face that can be truly discouraging because it's just like, wow, God. But then I just also had to take a step back and think like, first of all, God was literally doing miracles for people who, literally hated him exactly. doing all of these different things for people who literally uh wrongfully tried to um uh proclaim that he wasn't the, the son of god all these different things but god still did it and if he's the son of god and he can do these things who am i to think that mm -hmm. i can't take a little ridicule or i can't take a little like you know a little a little pain here and there it's it really just made me think like dang i really gotta that's even a humbling moment for yeah, me to humble myself and realize that I'm not I'm not greater than um Jesus. than um Jesus mm -hmm. at all. I'm not greater than God at all. So I'm not above getting uh yeah. stabbed in the back. I'm not above none wow. of that because the Son of God had to deal with it. So I'm not tripping about it. But I do know that um it, it took me a while to kind of get to that place. And I was like, dang God, like I really want to I really want to go set that stuff up. Like I really want to fight. Like because like how dare you? But like I said, God settled that stuff for me. So I'm not really tripping about it now. So that's yeah. amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Uh, and that's that's an amazing way to think of it too. Mm -hmm. To have that perspective to shift it. And we sometimes forget like life is perspective. Mm -hmm. The way you look at things, perspective is reality. It's not about what we go through, it's about how we view what we go through. Mm -hmm. And we we have this um phrase we throw around like everything happens for a reason i don't think it does i think you have to give it a reason mm -hmm. i don't think just because a bad thing has happened in your life that will automatically mean good for you just because you have trauma that will mean healing you have to take those steps to heal mm -hmm. not just time heals like you have to start that journey mm -hmm. you have to take those active steps steps each and every day and once we shift our perspective to to realize this just being in alignment. Like I always say, if if you are truly on fire for God, truly this ball of joy, this light for everyone around you and your intentions were pure from the beginning to the end, is never a loss. It's just an alignment. 
It's just God aligning what is meant for you right now. And in hindsight, you know, you will see that. It's um it's hard to see it in the moment. It definitely is. Uh, because as you said, you get so frustrated with everything you gave. You get so frustrated with the actions that were that were act that were towards you after everything you acted towards them. Mm-hmm. And that gets you in your head. You know, you have the recurring thoughts, the overthinking and the worry. Mm-hmm. But as you take those steps forward, as you take those steps to heal on your journey, you start to understand the alignment. You start to understand why they were removed. And I think I've noticed myself, when God asks you to remove people, their reaction will tell you exactly why. Mm-hmm. Their reaction will tell you exactly why God asked you to remove them. Mm-hmm. And that is also like, it's a lot of clarity that comes with that because it's a lot of people that you still have love for, but you just can't carry into the next season, you know? And (laughs) that's just unfortunate, but not everyone's for you. As we said, you know, I still got love for you. I still wish you the best in life. I still wish you everything, everything you set on, like I wish you the best on your journey. Mm-hmm. Just do it without me. Keep keep me <laughs> out of it. You know what I mean? Like I wish you the best. I have love for you, but yeah. I can't. I can't carry what you bring into my life into the next season. Absolutely. And so I have to let that go. And that's a hard conversation to have, but it is much needed. And when you do, you know, their reaction will tell you exactly why. Mm-hmm. Exactly why. Absolutely. I think. I've always kind of like found it hilarious that we'll try to, well, me, I'll speak for me. I'll try to bargain with God a lot. Mm. Like a lot of times I'll be like, dang God, like maybe let's try to do it like this. And he'll be <laughs> like, I'm no, no. <laughs> I'm telling you like, if there's ever a situation where God is very clearly telling you to um, distance yourself from somebody or to remove somebody from your really? life because the thing <laughs> that you're going into is they're not meant for you for right. I'm telling you, you got to do it. <laughs> there is literally go. not going to be any any um resolve about that person being in your life until you follow the command of the Lord. Like he's literally going to tell you what's for your good. So like you trying to keep them around is literally only going to be worse for you because like like God eventually is going to he's going to eventually make it happen. Right. It may not be in the time that you, but it's eventually going to happen. That person is either going to remove themselves or you're really just going to start to see that person for who they really are. You're going to start to see that, dang, I'm in this new season in my life where I'm trying to change and that person is holding on to the old version of you. All these different things, That's I promise right. you, you will literally see it. So if God's telling you remove somebody from your life, man, do it. Even like if you just feel like, like some people may not feel like they can hear from God as good. Even if you just feel like you have a bad feeling about a person and you feel like maybe you y'all just growing apart, follow your gut. I promise you, because it'll never stay your own. Maybe nine times out of ten, it could be God, it could be the Holy Spirit. You never know. Yeah. Just, just always the first original intent of what I was saying was always listen to God. He'll never steal you wrong. He'll never tell you to do something that is for your bad. It's always for your good. You may not understand it. You may hate it. You may feel like God, what? But he's going to always do what's for your good. And sometimes that's a hard pill for us to swallow because like I said, for me, these were childhood friends, childhood yeah. friends. I never would have a million years thought that I would have to detach myself. But it's so crazy because um, I, a lot of times have dreams, I, I guess, like 
God speaks to me through my dreams. So I had a dream about this that very moment happening, me and my friends disconnected. And I, I, I thought it was a nightmare. I'm like, what is that about? I woke up so fast. I said, oh, heck no. Come to find out it was God, man. I was like, hey, that's so crazy. That is so insane. He literally sent sent that dream to, I guess, come as like a, a warning for me. Prophecy. So like, I ignored it. Surely did. Surely did. Because I was just like, oh, that was a nightmare. Yeah. You know, because dream, uh, like, dreams be off the wall sometimes. So you no, never no. really know. You just take you dreams from just that. You don't really know how to interpret it. But no, that, that for sure was from God. And I had to just, like, take that lesson and just move on with my life. And like I said, when um when uh, you really think about it, um when you get to your new season where God is trying to take you, he's trying to, like, get you to focus on what's, like, ahead and focus on the things that he, he wants you to do moving forward, you'll kind of see why he did what he did. Right. You'll start to see, like, his plan unraveling just little by little because God will never truly reveal everything full uh, grasp of, like, his plan for you. He'll show you in bits and pieces and you'll be like, dang, God, you're, you're, you're crazy you're beautiful like i'll be and so i'll be so in awe of like god's plan for my life because it's just be like the things that he wants me are so much greater than my own uh thinking so much greater than my own um uh understanding, understanding. and that's like even like seeing like the people that god are putting in my life now the people that he's connected me to i'll be like dang like God knew that I needed you in, in this season, even if it's just for a season, whatever God put in, like, I literally tell God, like, every, what, everything you do for me, show me, like, reveal to me your plan for me, so I don't, like, like, doubt you or ever, like, so he does that all the time, God always, always hears me in that part of my prayer, he always reveals to me the people that he put into my life, show me why they're there, show me what's their purpose in my life, and I'd be like, dang, God, you knew that I needed them, like, you knew that they, they were good for me in this season, so I really do uh, just, I really just try to get into a place where I don't question God anymore. Um, sometimes I still be like, uh, <laughs> it's like me for real. I think but, everyone do. Yeah. But it's just like, you just gotta, you just gotta trust him. Yeah. Just gotta trust him. Man. Yeah. Um, like he's pulling so many strings we can't see. Mm-hmm. He's fighting so many battles we can't see. And, um, like letting go is, is so important to your growth and your mm-hmm. personal development. And it's something I've really learned in this new season that I'm in because this new season wouldn't happen if I didn't let go of what yeah. was. And uh-huh. I mean, the first thing was my dread. The first thing was my locks. Everybody keep asking why, I'm, why I cut them. It was because they no longer served me. And God was showing me that in a very low part of my life where I realized I had to let go of things mm-hmm. that no longer served me. And the dreads were the first thing to go. And it wasn't an immediate fix. Like we, like you talked about, um, you don't see the full picture immediately, mm-hmm. but you know, the low cut starting to grow on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to fall in love with this. I wasn't feeling it at first, but yeah. after a couple of weeks, you know, you see why God did what he did. Yeah. You mm-hmm. see what you see. Um, why he chose to make you make that decision you see why he led you this route why he led you this way why he gave you this vision and why he had you let go of the things that couldn't be in this season because these things these people they weren't blessed with the same vision as you Mm -hmm. and when you share your dreams with people who weren't blessed with the same vision as you I've realized it seems like you're bragging to them yeah and they'll sometimes take it to heart they'll sometimes get in their feelings they'll sometimes you know 
get defensive. Yeah. Like you just, you know, you you the thing, you know. Yeah. Like you got it all. You got it all figured out. And I think that is because you are setting those boundaries, mm -hmm. and these new boundaries are set to protect your peace, set to protect these new gifts that God has instilled in you for this season. Mm -hmm. So it they ask you like things like you you think you're all that, you know, after you know, all this has happened. And it is, it's like, I do, <laughs> I am, you feel me? Like I am all that. You feel me? That's why these boundaries are set to protect all that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy. Cause I'm thinking like, like most of the times, like when God is elevating you and taking you into this new season, he'll first start with like, like it's this thing, like, Call he'll try to uh, separate you and consecrate you so like you can really like focus in on him like distractions are so real especially when God is trying to speak to you in a season where it's most pivotal that you mm -hmm. hear his voice so I feel like a lot of times God will take you like into this consecration or like this um period where he'll separate you from everybody else he's trying to pull you in closer so a lot of times you gotta like kind of just distance yourselves from the people around you family friends and really just kind of hone in on what god is trying to say hone into what he he wants from you and a lot of times people won't understand like why you like why you distancing yourself or right. why you never around them or why you not outside no right. more like like all these little things that you're starting to change about yourself like for me um I ain't gonna lie, like I, I I believe in you know having a good time. I believe in going outside with my friends. I love being outside, Sorry. but there was the period that you know I was like going through that uh, transition where God literally was like ripping me away from all of that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going outside as much. Like I was really like trying to focus in on God. What do you want from me? What do you? He was literally consecrating me and like also those friends that are no longer in my life they didn't understand it they felt like i was just being fake you never come around anymore you don't know i'm trying to like yeah. i literally try to get them to understand no. that like y'all like like i'm really just trying to focus on like me and like what god wants me i'm i'm literally going into a, a different season where it it's taking first of all because it's never easy because it's like not. cutting your locks i'm yeah. pretty sure that's that's that a big that's a major easy. thing and people don't people won't understand that when like when it's just like you're trying to like focus on what God wants for you, sometimes it's going to be so freaking hard. The things that he's requiring of you, the things that he wants from you, it's going to cause a lot of sacrifice, a lot. And people won't really know that because it's it's a thing between you and God, right. but it's just like, um, like you just kind of got to like, like just focusing on what he wants and like whatever comes, comes. And people like will, will start to like, I guess I want to say remove themselves when they yeah. see like, I guess they, they feel do. like what you're doing is fake when you're trying to focus on God. And, and that's even more so God, like, like doing what he knows he should be doing for you. And like when it concerns this new season that you're going in, when you're elevated. So I really be like, thank you God for real, because it's just know. like, like, the season that I was in, like, I was really, like, consecrated. Like, I was really focusing on what God wanted for me. And and my friends, was they hated it. Even the friends I have now, they tell me something, uh-uh, you never outside of my all of that guy. He was really, like, trying to, like, strip me away from all of that. Because imagine if God was calling calling me into a time of consecration and trying to get me to uh, hear his voice more clearly and trying to get me to understand like this is what I require of you in this season and I was still going outside still drinking yeah. still surrounded by all of these different distractions such as you know um, stuff that people be dealing with my friends and they problems all of this different stuff I probably 
nine times out of ten would have had a hard time hearing from God and and understanding what he what it is that he wanted from me because I'm distracted by the other things. I'm distracted by the things that that he was trying to call me away from. I'm distracted by all of this stuff. So it it takes a lot of sacrifice. It truly does. But um. Sometimes when you get to that point, like you were saying, like you just kind of got to step in the boldness of God and be like, I do know I'm, I know I'm the stuff like God is literally, he, like I'm in this place now where he's literally like, he's, first of all, he's trying to like uh, affirm me more and make me see myself as like greater than he's trying to make me see myself as like kind of like i always pray this i always be like like god let me see the you that you see in me let mm. me start to think more highly mm. of myself and it's not even a thing of arrogance i'm still so, very much so humble but if god be before me who could ever be against me so mm. that also means that i'm going to step into the authority that i know that i have and be like dang like god you gave me this and i'm gonna stand bold and i'm not gonna right. i'm not gonna be shy about it i'm not gonna be shy about the fact that i i know that you called me to the season because i know that you called me to be great. You called me to be more than. You called me to be uh, all that I should be. So I'm, yeah. I'm confident in this. Okay. The people that's gone, like, kind of like you said, the people that's gone, bye. You can go. No, seriously. That really spoke to me. See you later. No, but that spoke to me when you said that. Like that. that that's 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 first of all, that's godly confidence. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes um, people can you know misconstrue the two. There's a difference between godly confidence and just pure arrogance. You yeah. can be godly confident, but he's still going to call you to be humble and be lowly right. because he. There's still work to be done at the end of the day. There's still there's still things that you have to accomplish, and there's still like a level of humility that you have to maintain to in order to operate in whatever calling God has for you. So, but but He still calls you to be somebody that's confident in who He made you to be. Because imagine this: like if I was in the season where God was consecrating me, He was separating me and pulling me apart, and He wanted me to like go after all of these things. Like, um, I uh, God a lot of time caused me to pray. He caused me to intercede on behalf of others. I can't be timid and shy about that. Oh well, God, I'm gonna pray for my friend, and I, I like I'm praying them out of this thing. I can't be timid about that because the enemy, the enemy is first of all, he he desires to see us defeated he Amen. desires to see us um not step in and tap into our calling mm -hmm. he desires to um you know see us um not fulfill um the assignment that god has placed over our life so if we come to a place where we're not bold and and and, and confident and what, what the, the gift wants. that's what he wants what he, he wants. wants you to like not know that god put this fire on the inside of me and i'm going to allow it to, to burn, burn. Mm hmm very <laughs> man, I'm thinking like I'm going to allow it to burn, and uh, I just had to come to a point where, like, dang, like God, you, you, you really called me to be great. You really called me to be somebody, and I, I gotta stop, stop being shy about that. And a lot of times, I was shy about it because I didn't really growing up. I didn't really have like, although I was like, we grew up in the church. I didn't, I didn't really cling to church people. Like, I always was kind of like the one that I wanted to be like doing my own thing and I wanted friends that were like I guess you can say like not really faith-based or didn't have a faith background because I felt like they were the most um they were the most humblest people that I've ever met in my life some of the most kind people I've ever, ever met in my life but a lot of times like I shied away that kind of also like was for my it, it kind of like was for my bad too because I kind of shied away from my gifts and I shied away from who God called me to be because these people didn't know what that was. So I always kind of shot away from it. Now I'm in a season where no matter who I'm around, no matter who I'm friends with, 
I'm going to be myself. I'm going to operate in what it is God called me to be. And if if I feel I don't know where the unction to pray, I'm going to start praying and be like, man, I just want to pray for you. And sometimes, like, I used to shy away from that, like I said, because I was uncomfortable of the ridicule and the judgment. People like, oh, you always being overly deep. You too yeah. spiritual. You need to go sit down with that. I used to, that used to be me. But now, I don't really care. I really, I just don't. As you said, as you said, that um, boldness that you was talking about, it, it really hit me. It hits heavy. Like, mm -hmm. even when you say the word boldness, like, that word has weight. Facts. And when you walk in authority, when you set your boundaries, when you stand strong on your standards, I think that all comes with the boldness. That all comes with walking in authority of who you are in Christ, who you are in God. And like you said, I think it's the same, you know, same kind of season I'm in where, you know, I've I've sometimes realized that I mistake my humility sometimes for low self-esteem. I do sometimes think less of myself. Mm -hmm. I do sometimes think of myself as less than, you know, my peers mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like comparing myself to others. And uh, that has often, you know, caused the devil to creep into my mind, to creep into my heart, to sometimes, you know, toxicize it and sometimes allow these impurities to, you know, um, come out of my heart, come out yeah. of my spirit. And that is the season I'm in where I'm trying to fix that, where I've understood that these gifts that God has given me, I have to protect them because mm -hmm. this is a cruel and evil world. And if I don't protect them, nobody else will for me. God has given me these gifts and you know, I am the only one who can hold them, but I am the only one who can protect them as well. And I'm in a season where I'm learning how to do that. I'm learning how to set those boundaries. I'm learning that, um, you know, I made these big sacrifices such as letting go of these things mm -hmm. and it can't be for no reason. Yeah. It can't be. So I, in this season, I have to walk in authority because if I didn't, these things that I let go of, they would have been for nothing. I could have just kept them in this season. I could have yeah. just carried them on. You know, I have to set these boundaries, stand strong on my values and walk in authority, walk in, walk with this fire intensified in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And that boldness is something I've been lacking for almost all of my life. I've seen bits and pieces, bits and pieces, but I really want that fire to ignite in yeah. my soul, in my spirit right now in this season. And I'm, I've, like I was talking on the last episode, once I, once I made these decisions to let go, let go of these ropes, let go of these things that were holding me back, I saw the light for the first time in so long. Like it was like tunnel vision. I wasn't yeah. going to let go of it for nothing. Yeah. Like as many times as I look back at like my past life and what I was doing, I wasn't going to go back mm -hmm. and it was calling me, you know, there's like, there's relapses. Many nights I cried out to God. Many nights I just found myself asking why, um, like I'm still confused at, at moments, at points, mm -hmm. because it is hard when, you know, it feels like you have no guidance. It feels like, um, it feels like the familiar is, like the familiar is so comfortable. So you kind of want to go back to that. But yeah. this light that I've seen and this light that I've had bits and pieces of these past few weeks, like I can't let go of that for nothing. So 
I'm going to keep on pursuing it with everything I have. Like yeah. this rope that I got right now, I'm not letting go of it. Like nothing in my life. It's so crazy. That's that's literally like spot on for real. Like the enemy will really like use your your um lack of um confidence mm -hmm. and the things that God puts in you to kind of like kind of start trying to creep in. Mm -hmm. Like when you the moment you start doubting yourself, like even like for a long time I was in the headspace. So I'm like, God, I'm not worthy of right. literally what you're requiring of me. I'm not I look like that imagine like that imposter syndrome it's looking real. at myself and thinking like I can't like I literally you yeah. can't be asking me like do you know what I've done? Do you know the things that I've I've gotten myself to all these different things? And that was the moments where the enemy would try to creep in and start trying to minister to me, like, yeah, no, nah, like making me feel like no, nah, it's maybe I'll just try to like find a different path. Maybe yeah. I'll just try to do something. The enemy will literally use those moments to try to creep in and try to like try to like like suffocate your like your gift. And it's like you that's why you can never be, you just gotta be bold. Like you keep saying boundaries that keeps like resonating with me because boundaries in this season like it's the most pivotal thing ever because yeah. it's just like you cannot allow people to Step handle you and, and overstep over how they did in the past that you can't because it's just like it's 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 first of all it's harming to the work the place that you're going and second of all it's like allowing it's allowing people to kind of like hold on to this old version of you mm -hmm. you people people will literally like try to hold on to this old version of you and try to kill the places that you're going to like try to like minimize and try to like right. destroy the places that that God is trying to take you into right. or the, the, the season that God is taking you in so that's why boundaries are so pivotal people won't understand why you put them in place but you got to <laughs> you understand them. you that's got to them. boundaries are so necessary because it's just like I'm not willing to compromise any longer how how I I feel about this particular thing exactly. I'm not because it's just like why would I go back when there was literally nothing there for me, but right. a good time that lasted momentarily? Then when I'm alone at night, I'm crying. I'm I'm worried about tomorrow. I'm worried about the things that I literally can't control. Why would I like tell me why would I go that for simple? <laughs> go back to that for momentary pleasure. Like, give me a reason. Momentary <laughs> pleasure, maybe, maybe a little fun. Like it, it literally means nothing compared to the things that God has for us. Like, and like you said, when you see clearly with tunnel vision, what God has for you and where he wants to take you, it's even just still a glimpse. It's not even the full picture. So imagine like he can literally open up the kingdom of heaven for you. But it's just like, if you're not willing to let go of your past self because you still got people around you trying to like um trying to minister to the person that you used to be trying to hold on to that old version of you you're you're literally going to be stuck you're, you're literally going to just be there so only hurting yourself only allowing only allowing for uh for your uh your um walk with god and only allowing your destiny in god to be literally Delayed. minimized and delayed mm -hmm. and diminished every day because you're not trying to like because you're not trying to let go of a few things like it's going to be hard nobody ever said it was yeah. going to be easy but you won't be alone you won't that's what i've that's what I've you won't be alone at all and like i was just saying earlier god literally he equips you and he staffs you for the seasons that you go into mm. because he realizes that you're not going to be able to carry that burden alone. So he sends help. He sends, um, he sends people for you. And that, and just because like he sends people in your life, that don't mean you can't carry it on your own. That don't mean you're weak. That don't mean you're less than God literally was at Calvary carrying the cross and he needed somebody to help him. Mm. So what makes you think 
that you don't need help to like come on now god literally be knowing what he's doing i'm telling you and like like what you say it's like everything it like even down to like the fact that i still be like up at night sometimes i can't sleep because i'd be thinking about like dang like god this is like so don't get me wrong it's very much so overwhelming like because like you still try to wrap your mind around the fact that dang like like you are requiring a lot out of me but you still be like dang god like like, first of all, I didn't even feel like I really had, like, time for real. Like, I didn't feel like I had time to, like, just, like, wrap my head around, this is what you want from me. I felt like I was just, like, kind of <laughs> just had to get into it. Yeah. And it just be like, it's so sad because, like, sometimes, you know, your past self and the things that you used to, used to know, things that you used to be, sometimes you start to, like, think back, like, dang, like, right. like, you know, and it still can make you sad, like, even, like, the friends that I used to have, I still cry about them because just like friendship, losing friends, like losing a family member hurts bad, but losing a friend, like friendship, like not them dying or anything, but like you like have to separate yourself from a friend. That stuff hurts too. It really hurts. Like it really hurts to the core. And I spent a lot of nights like, dang, like thinking of memories of like these people that like literally was in my life, like like know my family, have seen me in my worst. And I, I, I still be a little torn up about it. I be thinking like, why, why guy? Like, but it's just like, you gotta see the, you gotta see the bigger picture. God always God always, almost, always, 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 always <laughs> brings you back full circle and be like, but this is, but this is what I have for you now. And this is what's in store for you moving forward. He'll always kind of just send you that friendly reminder that like he didn't do that particular thing, whatever that thing may be for you, whether it's, you know, cutting off your locks, removing a friend, setting, he didn't do these particular things for no reason. And he'll kind of remind you of that. And he'll kind of like just put resolve in your spirit about the fact that he knows what he's doing. He literally has your future in his hands. So the fact of the matter is um, the things that we're dealing with now literally like are nothing compared to like the glory that we build in our lives if we just continue to trust him. And that's 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 it. That's all like, but if I never take anything else from them boundaries, I'm telling you that 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 resonates with me so yeah. much because, yeah, like it's great. It's you it's truly crazy. Yourself. You gotta protect yourself. You gotta protect what God has given you. Um, and um, my mom used to always say this, and even my grandma used to just be like, "You have to, you have to uh nurture and water and protect what God is giving you. Mm. Otherwise, it'll never wow. grow." Otherwise, it'll never, it'll never, you'll never see the fruits of, of God's labor of what he's put into you. You'll never, if you just sit there on your gift and you lend it lay dormant, or even if you operate in your gift and you allow uh, people to talk bad about you, speak on your name, all types of different spirits you around, all this different stuff, you're not protecting what God gave you. It's almost like, I think about it like a kid, like a newborn baby, you would protect a newborn baby with your life. You will literally make sure everything that concerns that baby, literally you take it on. Like, like you will, you'll make sure that like, they're just good. I feel like you should do the same with your gift, with mm -hmm. your calling, with your anointed. It's like your child. It's like something that literally is waiting to be birthed out of you. And even when you are in the season of like, you know, birthing, um, your calling and stepping into what God called you to be, you have to protect it. Because if you don't, you're literally going to be drained. You're going to be spiritually drained, physically drained, mentally drained. You're going to be wondering why you dealing with all of this um, warfare unnecessarily from all over these different places. And it's just like, 
you're literally just allowing anybody to be around you. Right. You're going into all these different spaces with all these different yeah. energies and spirits yeah. and all of this stuff. And you just wonder like, dang God, what's going on? Hello, you're literally just doing whatever. So <laughs> you got to protect the gift. You got to protect the gift with them boundaries. I'm keep coming oh, back to that huge. because that bro, that's <laughs> going to literally speak. If, y'all, if it doesn't speak, if it doesn't, if anything we say today don't speak to you, Stand like stand strong on your boundaries, like especially moving into adulthood, like kind of stepping out of like spirituality for a little bit, moving into adulthood. There are a lot of like things that you have to like take on as an adult. Like you got to be financially responsible. Right. You have to um, you have to look kind of just like be a a person who's able to like multitask, a person who's able to prioritize different things, and um, friends who don't understand um the magnitude of adulthood or it hasn't really hit them yet like maybe they haven't got to a place of maturity they're going to still be in a mindset of we can do whatever we can party whatever we can have fun we can go here we can go there we can do all of this you got to set them boundaries up because if you never do it you you'll you'll probably always be broke (laughs) if you're always eating out if you're always going out with your friends because they want to go go out party all these different things you're probably always going to be broke if you're always if you're always choosing uh to go um to the next event rather than doing your schoolwork you're probably going to fail your class if you're probably doing all of these things that are not benefit you you're probably going to be the one that's that's uh suffering in the end and then your friends over there are like oh when we having the next good time like no you gotta set the boundaries up you gotta let stuff be known like and boundaries aren't always just for uh us putting them on for other people to respect boundaries are also put in place so we can respect our own boundaries because yeah. sometimes we can be our biggest enemy i'm not gonna lie we can be our biggest wow. blockage we can it. be the ones that that limits our own selves so you put these boundaries in place are also good for you because you know at the end of the day what what uh your weaknesses are you know what your strengths are so you put boundaries in place for other people so they can know like this is what i'm doing this is what i'm at so you got to respect this but also put them in place for yourself put them in place for yourself to teach yourself discipline structure to teach yourself that like god is not a god of god of of, of discord and chaos he, he, he is a god in- of discipline discipline excellence doing things decent in order and god wants the very best for us but we can't we can't uh say that we're we're for the things of god if we don't want the very best for ourselves and it starts with wow. those boundaries wow. that's so crazy dang elijah if i take that's what <laughs> i'm worried about that tonight god teach me that might be the podcast episode teach me to be more <laughs> teach me to be more more strong and and confident in the boundaries that I put in place and teach me to like not waver from them, not not question that yes. these are the boundaries I put in place yeah. for myself, for my self-worth and for me to like be everything that I know I can be yes. that, that you have put into me. All these different things, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Yes. That's crazy. I'm, yes. I'm going to take and that home with me. Like boundaries look so different for different people. I'm mm-hmm. going to wrap this up, but um, boundaries look so different. It's not just, you know, it's not just telling someone I can't go out. It's not just telling someone, you know, I don't want to do this with you to protect myself. I think it also lies in, you know, um, stopping people where they are at in their tracks at meeting you. Because I, you know, you have to, you have to let this person know that I can't meet you there because, you know, I'm just on a higher plane than where you are. Mm -hmm. I can't meet you where you're at right now, because if I do, I will be losing, I will be losing the gifts that God has given me. Mm -hmm. I will be losing part of myself. And you can't make that, um, 
what's the word? You can't make that uh, exchange. It's not an even exchange because you're putting yourself last. It's kind of like that people pleasing. Mm -hmm. You're um you're you're giving more of yourself in exchange to make someone feel better about themselves. And mm. you know, anytime you do that, you will you know lose yourself. You will lose part of yourself. And I have found that in my boundaries. I found that in certain conversations, stopping the conversation right here. Hey, bro, like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Yeah. It's it's going to hurt my spirit. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to bring something out of me that I don't, I don't want to come out. You know, I, mm-hmm. stopping these conversations or letting somebody know, like, when you in this space, when you in my room right now, like, we can't talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, this is my sacred space right now. Or, you know, this just setting boundaries such as, like, in the morning time, like, I don't want to, I don't want to have anyone talk to me right now. This is my time to myself, mm-hmm. especially me being a PA, uh, doing all this busy stuff this year. I have to set these boundaries in order to protect myself because I know I'm going to be pouring a lot out, pouring a lot out each and every day. I have to pour, pour, pour back into myself. Absolutely. And if I don't set those boundaries, then this time that I have to pour into myself, is going to be taken away from me. So we have to remember boundaries. Boundaries look very unique for a lot of people yeah. because we all have different gifts. We all are uniquely made. So this, the boundaries you set in order to protect yourself not going to be the same boundaries I set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just going back to the grieving process and looking back and, you know, just um, kind of coping with that um, severed relationship, severed friendship. I think that that feeling that um that feeling of sadness, that grieving process is a reminder of how real our love was. I mm-hmm. think if we didn't have that, then it would it would it would be a problem. You know what I mean? Like that would mean the friendship was probably fake. The relationship <laughs> was probably fake. If you cut somebody off and you don't feel nothing, like that's scary. Literally. <laughs> that is insanely Literally. scary. <laughs> like you should have this grief. You mm-hmm. should have this feeling of the familiar. You know, realizing that what you gave out was pure mm-hmm. and it's hard to know that you gave so much, but you have to go on without them. Mm-hmm. That is a hard thing to come to terms with. And I think if you don't have that feeling, there's probably a problem. <laughs> there's probably a much deeper rooted problem that Literally. you need to figure out for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that um, that grieving process, that grief is a reminder, you know, of of how pure that love is that we give out. Uh-huh. but uh henry i want to thank you for coming on this podcast it's been thank real you man you if time. y'all if y'all learn anything remember them boundaries set them boundaries set them. strong set on them. them stand strong on them um we gonna wrap this up thank y'all for listening uh it's been real this is our seventh episode got another episode coming next friday yes, sir. check it out uh henry you got anything else you want to say to the listeners um no just um just stay 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 focused on on whatever it is that you want to accomplish in life and do not allow people to deter you from that stay focused in the things that you feel like are for you stay focused in the things that you feel like are going to benefit you water and nourish the things that uh give you life and you'll continue to be blessed and just stay prayed up if you believe in um God Stay prayed up. Even if you don't, have somebody to send a prayer up for you. Um, yeah, just 
y'all stay blessed and always always set boundaries for real and 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 just and just always try to be be uh loving if you can always show love always exude love because you just really never know and that's it thank y'all once again thank you so much